the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to You Ought to Know. Longest running automotive show in San Diego County. You can get it on every podcast out there, so check it out. This hour is brought to you by uh, Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a small business, grocery store, liquor store, and you're having trouble keeping... uh, you know, employees like behind the cash registers, go to point of sale. Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco does it. Bring uh, Southwest will come out to your location, take a look, and if it fits, it's very inexpensive, and it'll definitely keep you up and running. Jeff and Mark have been doing this for more years than I care to admit. Seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. Give them a call at 1-800-540-2149. Make sure you mention you heard it right here on KCBQ. Also, hot rods and custom stuff. Nobody builds custom cars better than Randy and his team. World class, won more awards than I care to admit. HotRodsCustomStuff.com if you're buying, selling, or maybe you're even needing somebody to service them or just looking for parts and pieces to hang on the wall. Hot Rods Custom Stuff. Go to HotRodsCustomStuff.com. All right, Ford is stepping up for the military. They have what they call a Ford Gold Level military employment program scott rumfield he's a product line manager and a vet called in uh, this week take a listen all right well hey guess what folks ford's at it again they're helping out the veterans this time they're at a gold level veteran friendly employer and we got scott rumfield he works for ford motor company he's a product line manager and a vet first off thank you uh for your service and tell us what uh, ford's doing for uh Military personnel, I guess it's once they uh, they get out of the military. Yes, sir, and and thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me on today to talk a little bit about what we're doing at Ford, not only at a at a local level here in Michigan, but also across the country. Um, so you mentioned the uh, MBAA, which is Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency Gold Level Employer. We also have made the uh, Military Times Best for Vets. Uh, employer list, um, and that just came out on Monday. So we're doing a couple things to to help our veterans transition from service into Ford. Uh, one of those things is working with service members while they're still in service. There's a program called SkillBridge, and we're working with them. They can apply. They can leave their um, active duty service uh, early. Um, they still continue to be on uh, in the military, uh, but in a, in a different type of status, and they can come work with Ford kind of like as an internship, if you will. So we're helping them do that. Um, we are also engaging with veterans as they get out to uh, help them decide when they're going, if they go to college, what are some courses or tracks that they can take that will make them a uh, good prospective candidate for Ford. Uh, and we're working with veterans that maybe already have their education or decide that they want to go into a uh, job in Ford that doesn't require college education to um, get ready for that transition. So what does it look like? What does their resume look like? Uh, what are some positions they're interested in? And how can we help them uh, be the best candidates that they can be? 
So do they have to have any automotive experience, or is the is the slate kind of wide open? The slate's wide open, Dave. So we have we have all kinds of roles within Ford. Um, there's some that are automotive uh, centric, and uh, of, of course there's skills that are skill sets in the military that transition directly in. Um, you know, a, a heavy machinery mechanic can transition right into to automotive mechanic. You know, there's there's a lot of skills that are transferable, but there's a lot of uh, skills that aren't directly related to positions that we have, but we, we work with the veterans to highlight those and we, we look at the, the whole person and we look at what they've been doing and we help them say, hey, these are some positions that would be good for you. Hey, you were logistics, this supply chain management might be a good uh, job for you, for instance. Well, you know, you know as well as I do, I was in the military myself way back when, and you'll never get a better employee than someone that's been in the military and whether they were in for two years drafted, three years joined, or you know, the whole the whole gamut all the way out to twenty years. I, you just won't find a better employee. I mean I was a service manager for thirty years and my best employees were military, male and female. So you guys are smart, you know, reaching out to these guys and girls to give them a career in the automotive industry because you know we're always going to have vehicles. doesn't make any difference how it's going to be propelled, but the industry is massive, it's wide, and it's the, the job opportunities are, are endless. Absolutely, Dave, and, and thank you for your service. Um, you know, it's, it's veterans such as you and I, as we, you know, get the word out there and we work with our fellow brothers and sisters to help them see the the world of opportunities that are out there it's a it's a scary thing when you're looking to transition from being in uniform to being out of uniform well and look how many military person i don't know about in, in, when you served but i know when i served back in the 60s the, a majority of them got out of the military had no clue had no goals had no direction and they ended up going right back in again because they just couldn't they couldn't transist. There was nobody there to help them go from point A to point B. And, and I think where Ford hires an awful lot of military personnel, I think those people relay that information to Ford Motor Company and say, hey, we've got to give them a pathway. We've got to give them an opportunity and so we can capture these, these good employees. And, and I think that's what we're talking about today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So Ford employs... Uh, over 4,700 veterans across the country from um, everything from salary positions, very high-level senior um, executives in the company we have that are veterans, um, all the way throughout the whole company, hourly employees um, and salary manufacturing uh, headquarters. It doesn't matter. We've got veterans all over the country and the company. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. They can fill just about every position Ford has to offer, from customer service to to uh, you know logistics, right down to to driving a truck. I mean, there's there's so many opportunities there, and you know to work for Ford Motor Company, you got a benefit package, you got retirement. You, I mean, you've got it all, and you know most of the time once once you go there, you stay there, and, and that is that that's just so so huge. 
Yes, and, and Dave, you know, the other thing about Ford, I think that really sets us aside from other organizations. Ford is not the the company that I've been with my whole entire career after the military. I've been with other organizations, and I have to say the culture inside of Ford is what really sets it apart from others. It's the best culture I've had since I've been in the military, and the, the teams inside really work to raise awareness uh, for outside veterans, but also inside veterans. Uh, last year, you know, with the withdrawal from Afghanistan, for instance, you know, I worked with our leadership to do and our teams to build um, these lessening sessions where we could bring our veterans in and they had a space where they could talk about how they were feeling. Because it not only impacted OEF, OIF veterans, but it also impacted Vietnam veterans that worked with the company, you know, because of some of the things that happened with the end of the Vietnam War and the way we withdrew and everything, the fall of Saigon, for instance. So we we took that as an opportunity to really provide a space to bring our veterans together and to uh, let them discuss how they were feeling. We had uh, professional support there that if they needed to talk to a counselor, they could step away and into, you know, other areas and other rooms private so they could talk about what they needed to. Um, and it really brought our community together. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. How, how does somebody that's listening and they're either in the military or they've just gotten out, how do they reach out to Ford and get some of this assistance? Yeah, and thank you for asking that, Dave. So the, the best way to do it would be to um, – we have a email. It's hirehero, so H-I-R-E-H-E-R-O, at Ford.com. And uh, just email that. Uh, that email address, and we will get back to you. We'll talk to you about kind of what your goals are, what you're looking at for your transition, kind of where you are in your journey of transitioning, and uh, and then we'll we'll kind of pick it up from there, and we'll we'll see what we can do to help you out. All right. Hey, this has been a fantastic interview. Thank you very much again for your service. We'll see if we can't get you some more good quality employees. Thank you very much, Dave. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer to this segment is brought to you by Express Auto Service. Take care of all my cars, Dave and Connie. Family owner, operated right there at 7633 El Cajon Boulevard. Check them out if you're looking for quality service. All right, we got Christian Barclay on the line. How are you today, my dear? Oh, did she not call in? No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, there you go. We just didn't have the right button pushed. How are you doing today? I am good. Been out and about, had a delicious burger, and, you know, mm. ready to talk about the Mazda 3. And you dumped your kids. Wow. <laughs> I didn't dump them. They're yeah. spending the day with their dad. Oh, I thought you had them tied up in the closet or something. <laughs> I played the fifth. Yeah, I figured you would. A Mazda 3, you know, I like that little car. And a lot of people don't even think about that car when they're getting ready to buy a car. Have you ever noticed that? I have noticed that. I think Mazda as a brand is often overlooked. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and I I don't know why. Um, They have great commercials. They have great marketing. They have great vehicles. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why it's it's not top of mind. I guess just because you see less of them on the road. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of times what people buy is kind of what they see. You know, Mm -hmm. they see... If you're in your, your subdivision and you're looking around and you're seeing, you know, 52 Fords or 52 Nissans, then all of a sudden that's maybe, you know, front of your mind. Right. Um, and, and so maybe that's why it's overlooked. But, 
you know, they, they axed the Mazda 6, which was kind of their midsize sedan, and they don't offer that in the U.S. anymore. And that was probably one of my top five sedans. Mine, um, too. I was yeah. kind of bummed when they let the 6 go. I was, too. I was, too, because it had style. It had substance. It was great to drive, mm-hmm. and it was priced right. Yeah. And so it kind of just checked all the boxes for somebody that's in the sedan market. And I know that people are going away from sedans, and I understand that, but there's there's a need. You know, there's still a need there. Um, the Mazda 3 that I had, I had actually the hatchback. So mm-hmm. you can get the, uh, you know, the sedan or the hatchback. And I had the hatchback, and I like the way it looks yeah. inside and out because Mazda, I think where Mazda's shining right now, they've, they've had driving dynamics down. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like BMW and I feel like Mazda's in that top five for driving dynamics, you know, to, to me, they're normally around three, mm-hmm. um, for the way they handle, the way they tune their vehicles, uh, their, was it torque vectoring control that they have in their cars? Right. And Sky um, Active. Sky Active is another one of their, everything works together, the design, the chassis, the suspension, the wheels, the motor. I mean, it's, you know, they've kind of got this mindset. A lot of people never understood what Sky Active meant until you've driven one, and then it kind of comes together. No, you're right. And and they do really well with their design team and their engineers working mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. to bring you a vehicle that's supposed to kind of, you know, make driving enjoyable and, and make you kind of one with the vehicle. Um, I, I, I feel like where they have really begun to shine, where they've really been um, pushing the envelope in, in inside, in-house, in Mazda, is the interior. They've really kind of upped the materials. They've upped the finishes. Um, they've, they've refined the layout a little bit to make it feel more like a premium vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet the price is still, you know, in that pr- price that you would expect. I had the, the premium plus, so I had the top of the line Mazda three and it was 35, eight, 10. Um, but you can, you can get in a Mazda three starting around 22, five. Right. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's competitive. Um, especially when you're looking at the, uh, other vehicles in the class, the Civic, the Corolla, the Elantra. Um, I, I think it's a good contender, especially when you consider that it's available with all-wheel drive, which, you know, sometimes when you're in that um, that compact, especially like a hatch, mm-hmm. um, gets a little bit harder to find an all-wheel drive vehicle. Right. I, 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 I totally agree with you. And, and you're right. I, I don't have the numbers handy. I used to have them. But, you know, the four-door sedan market is still not a bad market. I mean, a car manufacturer could surely make money in the four-door sedan arena. Yeah, I think it's because so many uh, manufacturers have moved into that highly competitive CUV, SUV focus and looking to diversify there. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like when you're in retail, you you got to take away some SKUs, um, you know, to still make profits, mm-hmm. especially with the chip shortage and the material shortages. Um Mazda has phenomenal paint jobs, right? Uh, this was polymetal gray metallic, which mm. looks awesome. Um, like I said, their, their driving din- dynamics are, are fantastic. Uh, fuel mileage is pretty good, you know, 26 combined, tw- uh, 31 on highway. Um, it's just, it's, it's a good-looking vehicle because it kind of stands out in that compact market. kind of has a different look, at least the hatch does. Um, you know, they're... they're they do a great job of making cars that you kind of look at and go, oh, that's a Mazda? You know, I, I feel like they're, they're very eye-catching, um, and, and they're reliable, and they're safe. Um, I think that's something that maybe often also gets overlooked when you're looking at Mazdas. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you a hundred percent. And you know, you've no blind spots. Great, great acceleration. You know, it's just a you know, it's, it's a car you don't even worry about. You know, you just know when you get in it, you're gonna it'll do whatever it is that you need it to do. Yeah, I'll say in this hatch, it had you know this is a 2.5 liter turbo engine. It had a little bit of visibility issues. Um, just because of the way those rear windows sit. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is that I did notice that the back seat's a little cramped, but I think if you remind yourself that this is kind of a compact sedan, right? It's not like it's a midsize or a full-size, um, you know, then it, it's explained. Because um, this is not the vehicle that you're going to buy for a family of four and constantly have people in the back seat for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. For, what it's, for what it's built for, it does it really well. Um, I like their 360-degree monitor. It's got, you know, a lot of safety features. Something that I keep hammering on, and, and I apologize to the folks at Mazda, but, you know, I just kind of like with Lexus, I just kind of hope somebody's going to listen. Their infotainment with the rotary dial used to be great. Had a little bit of a learning curve, you know, about a, about a weekend, and you were great. But they have refined the menus, and now things are hidden. And it is just frustrating as all get out. Um, and, and I want to see them bring the touchscreen back because so many people, they say they're more distracting. That's what Mazda has said. And I understand where they're coming from, but when you're you're constantly fidgeting um, with an infotainment that's not doing what you want it to do, um, because you're having to go through multiple menus, then that becomes more distracting than a touchscreen. And yeah. so I, I, I'm hoping that down the road they're going to change that because that's my only drawback with this vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with you uh, as well. But as a as a as a just a driver, you know, point A, point B. This this vehicle, as you and I always like to say, it really marks all the boxes. It does. Easy to maneuver, you know, um, enjoyable to drive. It's sporty, but the, the handling isn't sporty, right? Like it does have a turbo engine and the quick the acceleration's quick, mm-hmm. but it's not like it's it's not a hot hatch by any means. No. And I think a lot of times, you know, when you say a hatch, a lot of people are thinking manual, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, fast, you know, and and, and extremely sporty. This is not that, but it's uh, certainly a good in between. Yeah, and the only other not a drawback, and I and, and they've they know I'm going to bring this up, and that's the base warranty. This vehicle is good enough for a 560 or a 460, without a shadow of a doubt. I've talked to the dealers, I've talked to the Mazda service managers, and asked them, you know, how is this vehicle doing from a warranty standpoint? And he goes, no problem whatsoever. You know, so I really kind of wish they would, you know, move that up. But then again, maybe that'll be down the road. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm looking, as you're talking about that, I was just looking to kind of see what they had on this Monroney for their warranty. I think it's 336. It must be because I don't see it. But you know what I did see? Something really interesting. I've never noticed this before. Mm. This vehicle is equipped with bumpers that can withstand an impact of two and a half miles per hour with no damage to the vehicle's body. And safety systems. Right. Although the although the bumper and related components may sustain damage. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a confusing statement. That's a very confusing statement. In fact, I'd like to see somebody, you know, show me that in actual, you know, actual time. But you know how that goes. But you know what? Fun fact. So here, look. Look at this. You're making me learn stuff. <laughs> this vehicle, I wonder, are all, I don't know if you know, are all Mazda 3s made in Japan? Because this one was. Yes. I don't think okay. Mazda. I don't think Mazda builds that car in the U.S. In fact, I'm trying to think if they have. Do they have a plant at all in the U.S.? 
you know, that's something I haven't really thought about. I know so many have moved towards right. this manufacturer. Right. Um, but I'm not sure about Moth. That's, that's, we'll have to look into that. Yeah, we'll definitely have to look into that. But but be that as it may, you know, there's there's plenty of dealers. There's plenty of supports, you know, as far as that goes. So it's not a vehicle you should be concerned about. But I got I just tell you, once you get it, you know, you're going to be happy with it. I mean, I've never seen a – have you ever seen an unhappy Mazda owner? I haven't found one yet. No, and so many of them start in one and move up to the other. I'm actually in a CX-5 this week, right after coming out of the Mazda 3. Um, ah, yeah. And I can see how, you know, it's just an easy transition. Okay, you know, well, I'm in a hatchback, I'm in a compact sedan. Okay, now I'm going to move up to an SUV. Okay, now I'm going to move up to a bigger SUV. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I just, they, they handle well. You feel safe in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, again, you know, the reason I pick on their infotainment so much is because I used to love it. I used to think that rotary dial was like a, you know, like I said, five-minute learning curve, and mm-hmm. it was great, and I loved it. And then they buried the menus, and now I'm like, why did you make something that was so cool complicated? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I really think a model, I've said this previously, their dealerships are great with their ride drives. And, you know, sometimes around the holiday, they even do like a, a charity ride and drive. Right. Take that out and just go do a ride and drive so you experience it, even if Mazda's not in your mind right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a great way to get a feel for the brand to go do a quick test drive. You never know. You might find something you like. Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm actually getting a um, I'm getting a little MX-5 next week, and I'm really, I, get, I have so much fun in those little guys. By the way, uh, Brian just texted me. He said Mazda jointly owns a plant with Toyota in Huntsville, Alabama. He's absolutely correct. I had completely forgotten about that. So that's a that's okay. a good that's a good relationship as well. But yeah, up until then, I think yeah, you're right. I think everything was pretty much built in Japan. Well, you know, and again, I I, I always bring it up because years ago my first car was a Honda. And I wanted one that was built in Japan. Mm-hmm. And my dad bought one a month later. Same model. His was built in Maryville, Ohio. And so we used to joke about, you know, hey, I wonder, you know, will, will one outlast the other? Will we see any differences? So we used to kind of go back and forth about mm-hmm. that. With, uh, um, Yeah, so interesting. Mine actually died before his, and his, he drove his for like 350,000 miles. <laughs> um, still has it, but the paint came off. Yeah, well, so. yeah, but that wasn't that was. Hey, I'm not going to put that on Mazda, Toyota, Chevy, Ford. That was United States government. They were trying. Well, nobody's yeah. nobody's paint job should last. I mean, you're talking. Oh, this is a 20 year old vehicle. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's. I don't expect a paint job to last 20 years. I so. do. So have you seen driving the car? Hey, have you seen what it costs to paint a car today? A decent. All right, are you sitting down? A decent paint job is 10 grand. So I want hey, that. Look, I want that paid job to last forever. <laughs> well, to your point, and Brian, don't yell at me. But one thing that we should bring up to people with any model you're considering, I love the head-up display. I think they're great. Yeah. But if you have to fully replace your windshield, <sighs> your windshield is a lot more expensive than a regular windshield. Yeah. So people should start taking that into consideration when they're shopping for vehicles and the features. Mm-hmm. Because I just had a friend that was shocked. Mm-hmm. Um. When they had a windshield that was damaged. I mean, just absolutely called me up and said, I think I'm being scammed. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I hate to tell you, but no, you're not. Hey, we could do an hour just on maintaining today's automobiles. Uh, Just for example, the Smart by Mercedes, to replace the light bulb will run you close to $800. But we'll talk about that at another time. 
<laughs> How do people follow thanks you? For ha- thanks for having me. Find me at focusdailynews.com or find us on facebook.com backslash YAK radio. I'll talk to you next week. I really look forward to it. Don't touch that dial, folks. Brian's coming up. He's going to talk about Volvo's new EX90. Could he find out about it here in the U.S.? No. He had to go to Sweden. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, by the way, folks, Brendan's not in today. I just realized Chris is holding down the fort. Yeah, that's going to be a full-time job. Let me tell you, just keeping this train on the tracks. Welcome, well, welcome back, Chris. Good seeing you again. <laughs> I don't even. I know there's no smoke, so we're golden. The seg- yep, the segment brought to you by John's Automotive Care, right over there on sixty two ninety seven Riverdale Street, the original location. Go to John's Automotive John's. San Diego Auto Repair.com, Nap Auto Care, ASE certified, AAA approved. Nobody, absolutely nobody takes better care of you and your car than John and his team. All right, we got Brian Armstead on the line. He's probably still dealing with a tad bit of jet lag, but what a great place to jet lag to. Yeah, tad bit is right, Dave. Uh, you know, just got back from Stockholm, Sweden. Volvo EX90, full charge towards electrification, Dave. It's on and it's popping, and Volvo says, hey, by 2025, half of their global sales volume will be fully electric, and the other half will be hybrids. Yeah. By 2030, Dave Stahl, only full electrics. Wow. That includes global, and that includes the plan for Volvo to be a climate neutral company by 2040. And they have other environmental goals to 2050 and beyond, but those are the the main um, uh, highlights for my trip to Sweden. I didn't drive the car. Really? We went to a reveal. Yeah. We just went to the uh, reveal where uh, CEO Jim Rowan got up on stage in front of uh, several hundred world media. I mean, there were folks from Asia, Africa, Middle East, Canada, of course, the U.S. Mm-hmm. It was quite a quite a scene. Uh, Volvo has, uh, uh, Stockholm has this bubble where they can have community and, you know, public events. And, uh, you know, Volvo rented out this big bubble and they drove the... Uh, the, the XC, EX90, I'm sorry, was on stage covered with some kind of spheres. I don't know if they were bubbles or <laughs> glass or whatever, but it was, it was quite an impressive-looking uh, camouflage. And then the video started, and these round uh, orbs uh, rose into the ceiling, and there it was. A EX, EX90 based on uh, about the same platform in terms of length as the XC90, but it looks considerably longer. Now, you know, I had uh, my, my editors at, uh, at Forbes Wheels actually did a double check and, and made sure it was, um, you know, based on the same size of the platform. But it's, it's a seven-seat SUV, just like the XC90. And uh, it's a dual-motor SUV, and it comes with a significant amount of power under the hood. Um, the front up front is not necessarily made for storage. But, I mean, this thing is, it's you know, it's got, it's, it's Scandinavian. So they're going to have two ex powertrains, both dual-motor all-wheel drive. They have a 111-kilowatt-per-hour power pack. 
base version, 408 horsepower, 468 pound-feet of torque, 517 horsepower, 671 pound-feet of torque for the, uh, you know, for the more performance-oriented version. Underfloor placement of the battery pack, Dave, that lowers the center of, gra- center of gravity. So this thing will handle impressively. I mean, it's got a low center of gravity. It's got all-wheel drive. And all the computers, you know, independently control each of the four wheels. And it's just, uh, I'm anticipating it's going to be a hoot to drive. Hmm. You can tow even, even tow up to 4,850 pounds, which isn't, uh, yeah, it's competitive. But you don't expect a luxury SUV, you know, to be hooked up to a trailer unless you, you know, like Range Rovers and, and Land Cruisers and Lexus LX. Um, 570s can and 600s can tow as well, but you just don't expect to see a boat or some horses tied up to a luxury SUV because more often than not, people buy them because they are a luxury SUV. But I think um, you know Volvo's on their way to a, a just a total hit with this thing. All um, sustainable interior, leather-free seats, uh, open pour wood. Really cool on the right side of the dash. The uh, the wood is micro drilled, so you can see like it has little holes um, in the micro drilling. So at night, this light shines through the holes. It's a very we didn't see it at night, but I can imagine that it's going to be a pretty impressive um, you know feature of, of the of the vehicle. Advanced air filtration, Dave. of pollen, 97% of viruses, and 95% of hazardous particles can be filtered. That's important in today's RSV and coronavirus and Omicron this and, you know, flu that. I mean, it's nice to have that kind of protection inside the vehicle. Full panoramic uh, panoramic moonroof is standard. Uh, The third row is basically built for smaller smaller people, small adults or children. You know, there's no way in, in you know what, I'm going to ever try to get back in that third row. But I found the second row to be uh, reasonably accommodating. But again, you know, my body frame is not what any auto manufacturer is shooting for. So I understand, um, you know, that, you know, I, I'm just off the, uh, the metrics that they look at when they're trying to determine who can fit in the automobile. Mm-hmm. Um, there's now the EX90 joins the XC40 Recharge, which was the first of Volvo's full electrics. But the X, the RC XC40 Recharge, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. My mouth is super dry for some reason today. That's caused me a little bit of an issue. Uh, the XC40 Recharge was based on the XC40 chassis. Mm-hmm. And the C40 Recharge, if you recall, I went to... Belgium, I don't remember if it was this year or late last year, but I went to Belgium to actually drive the C40 recharge. I believe it was earlier this year. And uh, that was their first effort at a full electric platform that was independent of any other platform in the company. So this EX90 is the second one. And I think, uh, you know, if, if this thing looks like it's, it, if, if it performs as it, as good as it looks, they have a genuine hit on their hand. Mm-hmm. Now, like all other car companies these days, the EX90 is heavily computerized. Uh, and Volvo has wisely joined the over-the-air soft rate update 
um, you know, plan, if you will, which allows motor management and interior telematics and infotainment systems to be flashed or updated mm-hmm. over the air. You know, you have to opt into these updates, but who would not opt into, you know, having the ability to have their car diagnosed and, and serviced without even ha- even having to go to the dealership? Of course, there's a 5G connection available. You can uh, use the Volvo app to connect to Volvo On Demand and Care by Volvo so you can set appointments if you do need to go to the dealer um, through your phone. You can stream music through a new Bowers and Wilkins system, uh, which is really impressive. And it even has headrest integrated surround sound uh, speakers and metal grills and a metal center uh, speaker. It's an impressive system that just looks awesome. The interior of this car is typical Scandinavian day, which means it's luxe but minimalist. Mm. You know, you think of the you think of the um, Bang & Olufsen home stereos back in the day. Just truly exotic styling, but not a lot of uh, glitz. You know, not you know, no 500 buttons like from the old Pioneer and Kenwood receivers back in the day. No switches to do this and that. Just a clean design, Scandinavian design. You know, if you walk through Ikea, everything is, is purposely designed to be efficient and easy to maintain. So it's kind of the same type of uh, design ethos with this new EX90. In the uh, cabin, Dave, you have a 15-inch center screen that's horizontally, uh, vertically um, configured. looks like, a, you know, the typical Tesla Model S screen. Mm-hmm. And it has built-in Google Apps, Google Assistant, Google Maps Navigation, and Google Play. Now, the difference is, is that this new vehicle uses NVIDIA processors and Qualcomm CPUs. The combination of both allow for, <clears throat> pardon me, 280 trillion, and I did say trillion with a T, operations per second. Wow. 280 trillion operations per second. So how does that come to play for the average Joe or the average Dave stall on the street? Mm-hmm. Well, basically, you know, you can combine these t- this high-tech computing power with high-tech safety features, including 16 sensors, eight cameras, five radar systems, and a LIDAR-based, laser-based radar system to create real-time 360-degree uh, views of the road. The LIDAR sensors can actually sense the road up ahead up to 820 feet out at any speed, day or night, and it can determine the size and shape of road objects or potholes, and it also supports the pilot assist function with steering support while changing lanes, which means that this will be a a critical system as they move forward to autonomous driving. Um, Just really impressive what this car can do from a safety standpoint. During the reveal, CEO Jim Wood said, this is the safest car Volvo has ever produced. Our goal is for no one to be killed or seriously injured in any of our vehicles moving forward. Wow. Now, that's a very optimistic goal. But mm-hmm. if you recall, and this is a little-known fact, you remember the Volvo 240, and I know I'm running out of time, so I'll be brief. Mm-hmm. The Volvo 240 was built from like 1974, 75, way up into the early 1990s. And people called it the box on wheels. Well, for a 10-year period, and I don't recall the years, 
But for a 10-year period, no one died in the United States or around the world in a Volvo 240. Mm-hmm. That's an impressive statistic. And that's before, that's you know, they, the early cars didn't have airbags. And the later cars, uh, they went from one airbag to two airbags. You know, ABS came at a later date. There were no side curtain airbags and this, that, and the other, all these, you know, safety doodads we have now. That's a remarkable bit of safety. Bubble's always been a legendary uh, leader in, with their commitment to driver, passenger, and pedestrian safety. Dave, you can order your EX90 starting in late 2023, and uh, they will be available for delivery in early 2024. The good news is that these will be U.S. made. They'll all be expect. They're all expected to be built at the uh, Ridgeville, South Carolina plant. Price is going to be about eighty thousand dollars fully equipped. You can buy it online or going to a retailer. They have ownership, subscription, and leasing options. It's just I just think this is a bright star in Volvo's future, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, getting behind the wheel. But big ups to Volvo. You can go to Volvo USA. Volvocars.com, I'm sorry. And you can check out the all-new 2024 EX90. Place your order for one. Dave, I think it's going to be an absolute winner. Cool. All right. Well, hey, glad to have you back. And uh, look forward to talking to you next week with more updated automotive news. How do people follow, how do people follow you around? On, on uh, Instagram at uh, Road Gear Sun. I'm not sure about my Twitter future. And uh, welcome back, Chris. All right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. The same is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Go to convoyautorepair.com. 3909 Convoy Street in lovely San Diego. Napa Auto Care ASC certified, AAA approved. Uh, Dave and his team do a phenomenal job. And you know all the work they do is guaranteed for three years, 36,000 miles clear across the United States. And Collision Doc, Kearney Mesa, used to be Bumper Doc. Now they've, they're taking on full body work. Uh, you name it, they can do it. All the insurance companies have acknowledged them. Just go to collisiondoc.com, collisiondoc.com, 858-252-7890. They just do an absolutely phenomenal job when it comes to we're taking care of your vehicle. Make sure you told them where you heard it from right here on KCBQ. All right, here is the updated uh, calendar. Gosh, I can't believe I look. I should start learning to throw things away. First Monday of every month, San Diego Associations of Car Clubs monthly meetup. Uh, and that's important. If you're starting a car club or you're trying to find a car club, uh, this is a good time to go hang out with these guys and girls. They're at the Classic Malt Shop on Midway from 5 to 7. It's totally free. Uh, come on in. They even got some awards and some special deals on food. Also, the first Tuesday, right through March of 2023, San Diego Association of Car Club, they meet 
at the Auto Museum in Balboa Park. Again, these are two groups that if you're starting a car club or you're looking for a car club, that's where I recommend you go. Every Wednesday at Bonnie's Cafe at 596 Broadway starts at 8 o'clock. It's called the Wednesday Breakfast Group. So take your classic car down there on Wednesday and kick back, have a cup of coffee, and talk cars. Every Friday, Cars on Main Street, off-season show. It's going to be in front of the American Retro at 245 East Main Street in El Cajon. Car gathering. You bring a chair, free to all makes and models. Uh, you can park your cars, get a bite to eat, and it starts at 3 in the afternoon. And then Sunday mornings, it also has a, an event, and it starts at 7 a.m. from November through June. So you'll definitely want to check it out. First Saturday of every month in Poway, Poway Cruisers will pull have an event at the In-N-Out Burger right off Scripps Poway Parkway and Community. All makes models years, and everyone is welcome. Starts at 11 a.m. first Saturday of every month. Fourth Saturday of every month, Cars and Coffee. Foothill Church at 365 West Bradley in El Cajon. Donut Derelicts does an every Saturday. That's up in Huntington Beach. You almost have to live up there. It starts at 6.30 in the morning. But it is what it is. It's there. Uh, every Saturday, Rods and Relics down in Bonzel, 7 a.m. at the Z Cafe. Another every Saturday is Dunkers and Clunkers. That's down in Bonita. Uh, the Bonita Donuts at 4414 Bonita Road, right behind the Bank of America and the Arco Station. Uh, that starts at 7 a.m. And then also another Saturday event, Poinsettia Village Shopping Center, Cars and Coffee in Carlsbad. It's right in the southwest corner of Highway 5 and Poinsettia Drive exit. Uh, on every Another every Saturday is the Oceanside Cruisers Breakfast. That's at the Start Fresh Cafe at 1034 South Coast Highway. And then another every Saturday is in South Orange County Cars and Coffee at San Clemente. Uh, 9 a.m. outlets at San Clemente. You know, at the southwest corner, just look for all the cars. First Sunday of every month, Mary's Donuts, 8959 Carlton Hills Boulevard in Santee from 7 to 9. Uh, so they're open to all East County cars. Uh, the third Sunday of every month, Cars and Coffee in La Mesa. Uh, that'll be between Spring and 4th Avenue. Starts at 7 a.m. And then eleven or every Sunday, Cars on Main Street. That's the one I was telling you about uh, in uh, uh, by at the American Retro. Every Sunday, Cars and Coffee at Kit Carson Park, which I think is a great one. Uh, let's see what do we got here. That one's so past, past, past. We got to get those out of the way. And so the next one's coming up that we can attend the Monday Night Car Club Toy Drive with a Christmas Rod and Custom. That's on uh, December the 3rd. That'll be in Broadway. Uh, Pomona Swap Meet and Classic Car Show. That's on December the 4th. And then, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Hot Rod Holly's Christmas Cruise. Uh, Hot Rod Holly's Christmas Cruise is a an event her and I have been doing for, geez, can't begin to tell you how many years it's been, but... And it's set up really to 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 help out 
uh, not children, but for adults. We uh, work with the Alpha Alpha Project. I think that's what she's going to do again this year as well. And we take, you know, you can meet at KUSI. We just bring, you know, jackets, blankets, sweats, underwear, socks, toiletries for men and women. And, and it's for the adults because, you know, let's face it, the adults get left out. And everybody needs to be taken care of during the holiday season. I always tell everybody, penny to a million. And uh, just take an unwrapped new product and take it down to, you know, come on down to KUSI. And then Hot Rod Holly will be there all dressed out in her little Christmas garb. Who knows what she's going to wear this time. And then you guys will cruise down to the Alpha Project. And and I know those folks at the Alpha Project really, really, really look forward to having everybody down and, and give back to the to the adult community because it's really really important. There's nothing worse than having nothing and living on the street. So definitely uh, take Hot Rod Holly up on that. It's always a fun fun event. I think she usually works with a restaurant someplace in, on the way where you can get some pretty good deals, hang out, have breakfast with everybody, and just enjoy the day and. And it's Christmas Day. That's right. It starts at 7 a.m. at KUSI. We go on air about 7.50. And then that then that way, then you guys get in your cars and you can cruise on down to the Alpha Project. And she's got a pretty good route usually laid out. Maybe even have some surprises. I'm not sure. I haven't chatted with her about that as well. But it's always good to get involved with the car community. A lot of people don't even think about it, but they're always giving back, whether it's motorcycles, hot rods, imports, low riders, everybody. I think I've just I'm done three. I've done three um, toys for tots in the last two weeks. And, and that's a wonderful thing, you know, because, you know, the kids always like all their toys. Everything has to be new and unwrapped because that way it just makes it that much easier so they don't they can sort of vet the toys that are being given out i know it sounds a little on the negative side but sometimes you have to make make that happen uh but the car community is alive and well in san diego oh another event coming up that you might want to check out is the 28th and 29th of january and that's uh barrett jackson over in scottsdale if you've never been, it's close enough that it makes for a nice e-ticket ride. Just to go over there, you don't need to necessarily buy a, a paddle. Um, if you're really looking for a car and you want a screaming deal, this might be this might be a good time to do it. I, I have to say, uh, things are are such right now. The market is pretty soft. You might be able to get some pretty good deals, especially if you get there like on a Thursday, Thursdays, Fridays before it uh, it really kicks in. You know, this this is a, a good time to uh, go down and check it out and stay tuned because Rachel Radio is right around the corner. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.